Section 50 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Francis Lord Jeffrey, 1773 to 1850. From George Tickner's Life. You are to imagine then before you a short, stout little gentleman, about five and a half feet high, with a very red face, black hair, and black eyes. You are to suppose him to possess a very gay and animated countenance, and you are to see in him all the restlessness of a will-o'-the-wisp, and all that fitful irregularity in his movements which you have heretofore appropriated to the pasteboard Mary Andrews, whose limbs are jerked about with a wire. These you are to interpret as the natural indications of the impetuous and impatient character which a farther acquaintance develops. He enters the room with a countenance so satisfied, and a step so light and almost fantastic, that all your previous impressions of the dignity and severity of the Edinburgh Review are immediately put to flight, and passing at once to the opposite extreme, you might perhaps imagine him to be frivolous, vain, and supercilious. He accosts you, too, with a freedom and familiarity which may, perhaps, put you at your ease and render conversation unceremonious, but which, as I observed in several instances, were not very tolerable to those who had always been accustomed to the delicacy and decorum of refined society. 1814. From Lockhart's Peter's Letters. I had not been long in the room, however, when I heard Mr. J. announced, and as I had not seen him for some time, resolved to stay, and if possible enjoy a little of his conversation in some corner. I have seldom seen a man more nice in his exterior than Mr. J. now seemed to be. His little person looked very neat in the way he had now adorned it. He had a very well-cut blue coat, evidently not after the design of any Edinburgh artist, light kerseymere breeches and ribbed silk stockings, a pair of elegant buckles, white kid gloves, and a tricolor watch ribbon. He held his hat under his arm in a very dégagé manner, and altogether he was certainly one of the last men in the assembly, whom a stranger would have guessed to be either a great lawyer or a great reviewer. In short, he was more of a dandy than any great author I ever saw, always excepting Tom Moore and David Williams. From New Monthly Magazine, 1831 He is of low stature, but his figure is elegant and well-proportioned. The face is rather elongated, the chin deficient, the mouth well-formed, with a mingled expression of determination, sentiment, and arch mockery. The nose is slightly curved. The eye is the most peculiar feature of the countenance. It is large and sparkling. He has two tones in his voice, the one harsh and grating, the other rich and clear. 1831 End of section 50